Hey y'all, AB3 here. Before we get started with today's show, I just want to give you a couple of updates on the greatest hunting app that there is right now. Of course, I'm talking about the Onyx Hunt app. I have it. I don't go into the woods without it. Onyx Hunt, man, that application saved me so many times. I want to tell you about the wind and weather. We all know that plays a big part in what we do, how we decide to hunt, where we decide to hunt. And when you have the Onyx Hunt application, you can see hour by hour forecasts for wind speed and direction. Check it out for the next eight days, any spot that you hunt on your map up to the next eight days. That means you can plan, plan ahead, kind of like how they said in the AT movie, plan ahead, amigo. You can do that when you got the Onyx Hunt app. Weather updates coming from 100,000 weather stations, refreshed every 15 minutes. Large intuitive visuals make it easier for hunters to identify weather patterns, make those in-moment decisions, switch it up, kill those big deer, kill those big elk, get after those ducks and geese, making quick on-the-spot decisions, man, to help you be successful. Trim tracks, man. If you got the trim tracks, you can easily get to and from your stand. Sometimes you forget to turn your trim tracker off. Now with the trim tracks, you can trim those extra steps, get it down to a precise, direct route in and out of your hunt area. Onyx Hunt, know where you stand. Make sure if you don't have it for your Android or your iPhone, it is available. You can also use it on your browser. Web maps are available. Whatever you choose to use, just make sure you're using Onyx Hunt. Stone Mountain, Georgia. This is the Bryant Land Show, hosted by Proud Gamecock and South Carolinian AB3. All right, now everybody, it is Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for another great, amazing, stuntastic. All the different adjectives that you can use to describe this podcast, The Bryant Land Show. Thank you for taking the time to come through, make the download, listen to what we got going on today. Hopefully everybody's doing well. Everybody's starting this Monday off on a good foot. Before we get started, I want to say thank you to the folks over at Onyx Hunt for sponsoring the podcast. Onyx Hunt, know where you stand. Make sure you check those folks out. Also, I want to send a big shout out to the folks over at Traeger Grills for keeping us going, keeping that Traeger Grill smoke flowing down here in the country, man. I put some stuff on the grill the other day. Came out magnificent. Probably going to put some stuff on the grill this weekend coming up. Grilling season in full effect probably for a lot of y'all. I know for me and probably for a lot of other folks, grilling season never never really went away. So 
Big uh, shout out and thank you to the folks over at Traeger Grills. Also want to say what's up to the folks over at Irish Set of Boots. They keeping us fitted out here in these woods and in the outdoors. Also want to remind you all, if you have not started listening to the Bryantland Show, our podcast on our website, bryantlandcountry.com, or if you have never been to our website, bryantlandcountry.com, which I don't know how that's possible, seeing how if you are a regular faithful listener, I say it every week, I talk about our website, but maybe you're coming in, maybe you're joining us, joining the Bryantland Show for the very first time. Make sure you head over to bryantlandcountry.com, our website, go check it out. We got merch. We got podcasts, we got videos, we got all kind of stuff going on over there. So make sure you go, you check out our website, bryantlandcountry.com. Now that we have gotten that out of the way, got a couple different things going on here today on the show. Going to switch it up a little bit. I got a topic that I want to address I did a post a few weeks ago, like a post, like a poll, taking the temperature of some turkey bow hunters, and I want to break that down here for a little bit. Also, just want to give you guys a heads up going forward, format change just a little bit. While we are going to continue to scratch below the surface and find great stories and talk to great people that otherwise may never get their story told or may otherwise you or that you may otherwise never hear of there are going to be a lot of weeks too where we're going to take a topic we're going to break it down we're going to talk about it you're going to hear my thoughts about it i'm going to try to do some polls and stuff to see what the streets or the woods are saying if you will what people are talking about out there man just want to be more engaging with you folks also want to shift my energies within the Bryantland brand to putting together more short docs short videos docs being documentaries like there are stories that need to be told visually And while for the last two years or so, we've been putting stories out and telling stories through the audio medium, which I've thoroughly enjoyed, um, visually is where it's at for me. I am a director by trade. I direct live TV sports, as uh, most of you know. So I'm a visual person um that is where a lot of my passions lie and when I first started uh this brand Bryantland a few years ago it was because of my love for video and my love uh for telling stories so gonna kind of step back a little bit try to get some ideas together to put um like I said some video some short docs together uh, just to kind of you know get some some stories told visually that by no means though means that this podcast is going away I'm going to continue to do this podcast for as long as I can and for as long 
as you know time permits but in an effort to always keep you guys informed always let you know uh what is going on around these parts you know i've always told you guys from day one transparency is what this podcast is all about you know there are times when i can't put a a a podcast together or can't put a podcast together that i want because of you know work or personal things you know going on or whatever you know i'm going to tell you guys that you know i'm going to continue to show up for you guys here every monday you know even if it's only for five or ten minutes to tell you you know hey i don't have what you guys may be looking for this week but next week we're gonna come back kick it and and give you everything that you want so anyway just a little update like i said what's going on around here but that's enough of that. Oh, real quick, before I move on, as always, want to say thank you to all the day one folks, people that have sponsored or listened or told or talked about whatever the case is, uh, the Bryantland show from day one. Love you guys. Love everybody that's taking the time to come in and listen to some new content uh, or listen to the podcast for the first time. Definitely appreciate you guys. Uh, just appreciate all of you, man, and I want to make sure that I let y'all know that every chance that I get. So always want to say big thank you to the folks that listen, the folks that support, all of y'all. Really, really appreciate it. Now, let's get into today's topic, which is bow hunting turkeys. I did a poll a few weeks ago about which broadheads uh folks like to use and that's always a hot topic in archery or when you're talking about bow hunting uh fixed blade mechanical headshots body shots all that stuff people have a lot of opinions people feel very strongly about it so let's get into it here right now Brightland. anytime you start talking about bow hunting especially bow hunting deer hogs uh, a lot of folks bow hunt turkeys because it is turkey season. A lot of folks get into that. One thing always comes into play, and that is broadheads. What kind of broadhead to use? Uh, should I use a fixed blade? Should I use a mechanical? So for those of you that don't know, fixed blade, broadhead, Basically, is what it says, fixed blade. The blades don't open. They're razor sharp. Um, three, four blades, usually like a triangle, some uh, some sort of triangle effect. There's some, there are two blades, the three blades, the four blades. Some are two blades with two small blades that they call bleeders. Um, super, super sharp. Definitely get the job done. Fixed blades definitely good for folks shooting lower poundage bows and when I say lower poundage I mean you know like a compound bow like my my bow that I shoot is a 60 pound draw bow that's what the limbs are set to and then it has what you call let off which you know as I draw back you know the weight gets uh less and less and less but when you uh send that arrow down you're drawing back 60 pounds worth so if you're drawing back anywhere from like 40 or less 
then that means that you know you're using less poundage and people tend to use uh fixed blades shout out to antonio marsh calling me uh while i'm trying to record podcasts i'll uh i'll call you back brother um antonio marsh hunting with the marshes make sure you go check those folks out um anyway um so that's the fixed blade right mechanical blades close on impact they expand uh cutting big holes i tend to use an expandable especially when i'm hunting uh deer use an expandable blade goes in at two inch uh two inches worth of cutting it expands you blow it out and you get anywhere from a two and a half to a three inch cut just depending on uh what kind of blades you use okay so you got fixed you got mechanical when it comes to hunting turkeys most people that i know personally that bow hunt turkeys bow hunt turkeys with mechanical broadheads okay the first turkey that i ever killed with a bow i killed with a mechanical broadhead i believe it was a swacker right through the turkey took off for a few uh maybe about 10 15 yards or so tried to fly and then piled up under a cedar tree out in the great state of nebraska okay so i am a mechanical broadhead user when it comes to hunting turkeys i am a mechanical broadhead user when it comes to hunting deer okay so i'm all about the mechanicals like i said most of the people that i know that hunt turkeys use mechanical so a few weeks ago i decided to put it to the test put it uh put a poll down okay and in that poll I asked a very simple question, very simple question, if you will, on this poll. And it's basically calling all turkey bow hunters mechanical or fixed blade for turkey hunting. To my surprise, to my shock and dismay, 60 Two percent, and remind you, we had a good, a great number of people that actually chimed in on this. Okay, so it wasn't like a a, a small percentage. Sixty-two percent said they preferred fixed blades when hunting turkeys. I was blown away because, like I said, people that I know personally that bow hunt turkeys, they use them or they bow hunt turkeys with mechanical blades so 62 percent uh said that they preferred fixed now the reason why majority of bow hunters who say they like fixed blades like them either a have had a bad bad experience with a mechanical it's failed to open usually being uh that bad the description of the bad experience or B, and which I think is more popular, um, word of mouth, their buddy or whoever said they had a bad experience or that mechanical blades are junk, which is usually what most people in the hunting 
in in the hunting world describe something that doesn't work. Oh, that's junk. Now, mind you, they have never used it, never tried it, never had any experience with it. But because their buddy or their friend or whoever said that such and such was junk, then it becomes gospel. And damn it, by golly, it's junk. So that's why a lot of guys, they use fixed blades because they failure rate of mechanical fixed blade is never supposed to fail but i am a little surprised in turkeys because if you've ever tried to bow hunt turkeys people that have know this those of you who may not have tried um will quickly find out the vitals the area that you need to hit to do damage on a turkey very 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 small definitely a lot smaller on a turkey than it is deer a lot of places now outfitters don't even want bow hunters to come to bow hunt turkeys because they say the only thing they do is cripple and wound and maim uh their turkeys and don't actually kill them um with a fixed blade cutting range cutting diameter the size of the hole that you can put in the animal a lot smaller than an expandable or fixed blade um so i was very very surprised to see that 60 two percent of bow hunters out there are bow hunting turkeys with fixed blades and i encourage anyone who is listening to this podcast if you are out there bow hunting turkeys uh with a fixed blade or mechanical but especially a fixed blade and you got some uh kills please feel free to post those and tag us on instagram at official bryantland because i would love to see those share those uh with the audience because like i said majority of the people that i know personally are out here killing turkeys with mechanicals but according to this poll 62 percent of you folks like using fixed blades like i said if you got some kills please tag us on instagram at official bryantland we would love to check it out few weeks ago, we had Scott Einsman on from Bowhunters United. You can go back and check out that interview. Episode 113, Scott Einsman, Bowhunters United. We had a great time. We talked about bow hunting in general, bow hunting deer, archery, traditional archery, turkey hunting, bow hunting turkeys. Uh, so, like I said, we got into a really great conversation and the reason why i'm bringing him back up is because scott wrote an article for the folks over at bowhunting360.com entitled turkey or choosing broadheads for turkey and it's a great article that kind of goes along with our discussion uh today or our topic today i should say which is choosing a broadhead as far as hunting turkeys. And for Scott, like I said, he wrote this very long, detailed article, great information, uh, breaking down mechanicals and breaking down, you know, fixed blades. And one of the things in the article that really jumped off the page to me and I didn't bring up in our first part of this podcast is penetration. And I think that's why a lot of guys who use fixed blades really 
like using them is part of the penetration because with mechanicals, there are there are times and they are more apt to lose penetration as the blades are expanding. Because like I told you before, you go in, the blades, they enter, you know, the the body of the animal. And once they hit that flesh, they tend to expand uh, wide sweeping cutting diameter, which is good when you have uh, a small, you know, kill zone area, small vital area like you have on turkeys. So you get that, you know, wider cutting diameter. But then again, like I said, you you, you lose penetration. And I'm always amazed when I look at uh, turkey hunting videos of guys that have that don't penetrate uh, the whole turkey. Uh, basically, I don't know if they hit like a bone or something or hit like a wing bone and the arrow sticks into them. Uh, but, you know, like I said, when I've shot my turkey, uh, penetration right through, pass through, majority of the animals that I've killed, whether it be deer, hogs or turkeys uh, with a bow has been pa- pass throughs. And that comes back to shot placement. And that's something that we always talk about when it comes to bow hunting whether it's turkeys, deer, hogs, uh, antelope, whatever the case is, elk, um, for bow hunting, penetration is the one thing you can't get around. You are um, not only penetration, but shot placement. You can't get around shot placement. If you have bad shot placement, then you are going to struggle to kill animals. If you have great shot placement, you will make kill after kill, whether you're using fixed blade or mechanical. Um, So there's, like I said, there's no way around shot placement, uh, no two ways about it. Um, Now, one other thing in this bow hunting 360 article that they talked about that I have not touched on yet is the blades that are specific to turkey hunting. There are blades out there that their sole purpose is to kill turkeys by headshot. Now listen, I've already told you, the the kill zone, the vitals on a turkey are small to begin with. Very, very small area. You really want to test your bow hunting skills, your archery skill, your skill with a bow. Go out there, headshot turkeys. I've seen it done. God love guys that can do it. It is a special skill. It is very much a skill of accuracy. You have to be pinpoint accurate to kill turkeys with headshots they like i said they make blades that basically open to slice heads off for the turkeys but guys and gals that can kill turkeys with a headshot are a rare bleed or a rare breed and if i were you and you were interested in that i would just go to youtube and youtube turkey headshots or bow hunting turkey headshots just to see the different videos uh that folks put out there um but the headshot specific or the turkey specific blades they're a little bit longer um to have that 
you know, that cutting edge to be able to cut, you know, their heads off and stuff. The the guillotine uh, broadheads. Um, but as I've said, the thing that it basically comes down to, once again, shot placement, pinpoint accuracy, deadly shot placement, you know, exact shot placement and you can get that done with a headshot on a turkey once again thanks to scott einsman check out his article on bowhunting360.com choosing broadheads for turkeys um is where i got my information on the guillotine broadheads and the um the hunting turkeys with uh headshots but overall, just a good article, companion piece, if you will, uh, when it comes down to making a selection for broadheads for killing turkeys. Brightland. Man, turkey hunting is in full effect here in Georgia, full effect across the border in South Carolina. I have not been able to get out as much as I can or as much as I want to, rather, uh, to get on these turkeys but i do plan to do so we still got the rest of uh april and some of may so i want to get a chance to get on these turkeys turkey season opening up all over the country at different times here now that we are in the month of april hopefully temperatures will get a little bit warmer uh some spring-like weather i know in uh georgia we've a few days ago basically fell backwards temperature wise temps dropped got a little bit chilly uh you might have seen on my instagram where for official Bryantland where i posted i had on a hoodie and shorts uh just basically it's like okay which one is it but either way nevertheless hope you guys are getting out getting a chance to get after some turkeys i've seen some great kills some great turkey post uh folks getting after turkeys during the turkey season that is going to conclude our podcast for this week as always thank you for taking the time coming through listening to what we're talking about listening to our topics listening to our guests just all around supporting the podcast we absolutely do appreciate it like we said earlier make sure you're checking out bryantlandcountry.com our website we got everything bryantland on there videos merch podcasts make sure you are checking it out thank you again for coming through and then make sure you set your dial set your reminder set your dial jesus christ it's not radio set your reminders to come back here next week next monday for another episode of the bryantland show